Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. These are those WWE matches that were so dreadful, it's hard to understand why they became a painful thing in the first place. But they did, so I am Gareth, this is What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestling matches that suck so bad you can't believe they were booked. Number 10, The Undertaker vs. Goldberg, Super Showdown 2019. Anyone with a pair of eyes could see that the Goldberg and Undertaker who showed up in Saudi Arabia were not in any condition to produce an in-ring masterpiece, and shouldn't have been allowed anywhere near a another main event singles contest. But WWE, or more likely the folks lining their pockets, wanted to make this one-time dream fight a reality. However, within a matter of seconds, you can bet they regretted that foolish call. On top of Goldberg concussing himself again with a botched turnbuckle spot, another seriously awkward moment very nearly resulted in the dead man becoming exactly that. After surviving that horrendous jackhammer, Taker went on record stating how he was just two inches away from making his wife a widow. No one ever expected expected anything other than an uncomfortable evening when this past its best battle was booked. But blood money talks. Number 9, Triple H vs Kevin Nash, TLC 2011. Ladder matches are generally won by unhooking a precious item hanging high above the ring. But in this sledgehammer variant, once that weapon was retrieved, the rather odd match just carried on until someone was pinned or submitted. In reality, the only reason a ladder was chucked into this unwanted Kevin Nash and Triple H equation was because of the bloody name on the PLE, and the silly contest that followed was as dull, long, and forgettable as you'd expect. The pair had already successfully derailed the white-hot summer of punk, and once a potential match between the best in the world and Big Daddy Cool fell through before Night of Champions, most would have been happy to just move on from the whole text message saga. But no, WWE still insisted on bringing this unwanted program to an end under Sledgehammer Ladder rules. And while we're talking about ladder matches, what is your favourite ladder match of all time? Probably not the Sledgehammer one, but you let me know what is in the comment section below. Number 8, Brock Lesnar vs Kane Velasquez, Crown Jewel 2019. Back to Saudi Arabia we go for this next entry, and to a match that folks unquestionably could not believe was happening at the time. Coming into the first edition of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, the adored Kofi Kingston had reigned as WWE Champion since WrestleMania 35. His run may not have been perfect, sure, but fans were still well and truly behind the New Day man. The Beast Incarnate obliterated Kofi in seconds, setting up 
Felipe Strange UFC rematch with the debuting Cain Velasquez at Crown Jewel 2019 that very few wrestling fans were actually that bothered about experiencing. An always gripping MMA-style fight ended up in the middle of the squared circle that night, and it was inevitably one of the most disappointing matches of the year. Brock and Kane hugged and jabbed each other for a few minutes, before the champ won via anticlimactic Kaimura lock in just over two minutes. Number 7, Michael Cole vs Jerry Lawler, WrestleMania 27, went an agonising 13 minutes. For comparison, Cody Rhodes vs Rey Mysterio was given just under 12 minutes to tell their story that night. Who was this even for? The Cole heel turn was already proving to be one of the most excruciating parts of weekly WWE programming, and the eventual feud between himself and the King was WWE at its soap opera worst. It was just awkward and didn't belong anywhere near the show of shows. With the iconic Stone Cold Steve Austin on guest refereeing duties, and Jack Swagger acting as Cole's ringside, uh, muscle. A dumb, rather offensive, and poorly worked bout, one that had its result reversed by the equally aggravating anonymous GM, naturally did nothing for everyone involved, and will forever go down in history as one of the worst contests WWE ever had the audacity to force down fans' throats. Number 6, The Fiend vs Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell 2019 The late great Bray Wyatt was at the centre of a number of genuinely creative and fascinating moments during his time as WWE's monstrous fiend. Hell in a Cell 2019 sadly just was not one of them. Nudging the demon clown into a universal championship feud this early into his run within the company felt like the wrong move early on. Fans were slowly losing interest in Rollins as a top babyface, and having him bravely go to war with a heel but increasingly over Wyatt looked like a recipe for disaster. That was before the bright red lights were switched on for their Hell in a Cell calamity too. The visionary has since revealed how he had no clue the distracting glow was going to remain on for the entirety of their infamous clash. If the dodgy lighting wasn't bad enough though, WWE also predictably refused to commit to a bold decisive finish in the match, but in the most frustratingly unpredictable way imaginable. How is that even possible? Despite both men sensing they were about to unleash one of the most derided contests of the last five years, Vince McMahon wanted to have the main event just suddenly end via referee stoppage inside of the Anything Goes cell. Fans understandably lost it over this stupid bit of booking that never should have left the pitching stage. Thanks for watching this video today, and if you like what you see, hit that subscribe button down below, you lovely lot. Number 5, Rhea Ripley vs Maxine Dupree, Raw 2023. Before locking up with women's world champion Rhea Ripley on Raw in December, Arthur Academy's Maxine Dupree had wrestled a grand total of one televised singles match. So why anyone actually thought putting her in a high-pressure singles situation opposite the Judgment Day's Mammy would be a wise idea at this stage in her development is a mystery. What followed was easily Ripley's worst match of her entire run as champ, and a bout that likely did more damage than good for the poor Dupree. Despite the fight only lasting two minutes, Maxine awkwardly struggled to get up for a powerbomb, execute a Hurricane Rana, and take the champ's riptide finisher during the uncomfortable squash. Having Dupree learn these painful lessons on live television was a foolish and quite unnecessary bit of booking from Papa Hitch. Number 4, Batista vs Big Show, ECW 2006 The chance of you both suck that met Batista and Big Show before the pair had even locked up told you all you needed to know about how bad an idea this WWE CW Hammerstein ballroom main event was as the diehard ECW audience utterly rejected this Land of the Giants nonsense in their sacred hardcore venue. It didn't help that the match itself was about as flat and boring as it gets though, and it hilariously went to a DQ finish after Show nailed his ECW Championship challenger with the strap. Sabu did at least show up after the disastrous match that should have never been booked to send the hardcore lovers home.
home a little happier, but it's still fascinating to think someone actually felt putting this dull sports entertainment clash in front of the most passionate of ECW crowds would be a good move on the night. Number 3. Kurt Angle vs Baron Corbin WrestleMania 35 Put simply, Kurt Angle deserves so much better than this waste of a retirement match. It didn't matter that the Olympic gold medalist had been engaged in a rather forgettable feud with Baron Corbin in the time leading up to WrestleMania 35. Fans knew that if this was the final time they were ever going to watch the former world champion doing his thing within a wrestling ring, anything would have been better than an uninspiring loss to the unexciting heel. Despite Angle wanting to take on someone like a Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins or even former rival John Cena in his farewell to in-ring action though, Vince McMahon insisted that his Mania 35 match had to be against the bloke he'd been tangling with over the prior months. The rather dry fight played out to deafening silence. Number 2. Damien Priest vs The Miz WrestleMania Backlash 2021 The company were being sponsored by Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead flick at the event, a movie starring former WWE star Dave Bautista. So why not chuck a few zombies into the night's lumberjack match between The Miz and Damien Priest, eh? Because both men and Johnny Drip Drip running away from performance center trainees dressed up as the dead was ridiculously dumb even by WWE standards. The company also opted to blast dramatic tunes through the speakers as the zombies swarmed around the squared circle, just to really sell the horror. After then politely surrounding the ring and letting the grown men do a bit of that wrestling stuff, Miz ate the loss before being inevitably eaten alive by the undead. Batista himself was quick to note that he wasn't the bloke responsible for booking a bunch of effing zombies, and folks insulted by this madness should be tweeting Vince McMahon instead. Number 1. Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble Royal Rumble 2015 Long before they were teasing what could be one of the biggest and most fascinating WrestleMania matches of all time, Roman Reigns and The Rock brought one of the most depressing Royal Rumbles in WWE history to a soul-destroying end. It's genuinely impressive just how badly the company fumbled what comfortably sits as the most consistently intriguing match they have to offer. But the unintelligent choice to dump the fan favourite out after 10 minutes was one the contest and evening never really recovered from. Through no real fault of his own, this resulted in Roman Reigns, the bloke WWE were clearly strapping the rocket to, getting mercilessly booed out of the building as it became increasingly obvious who was heading to WrestleMania 31. The authorities' aging Big Show and Kane eliminating much of the younger field was another bizarre call that seemed like a joke pitch come to life on the night too. It should be impossible to book a rumble so badly that not even the late arrival of the Great One could save it from being booed to oblivion. Did you enjoy this 10 wrestling matches that suck so bad you can't believe they were booked list? Then check out this 10 worst WWE matches ever according to the internet one too. You'll love it. Bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.